Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. This is going to be episode 40, How Many Shots? Before we get started, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so I can feel the love. Also, you get a chance to go down into the description, hit that link. Go over and check out the podcast, get you a copy of the book, the documentary. Head over to Facebook, over to my website, follow me on Twitter. All that good stuff. Episode 40, we're going to continue to do tack officer statements. We're going to do Bug, Phil Singer, and Hale. And that'll probably be all the time we have for today. Probably take us maybe four more episodes, probably to get all the tax statements in or so. When we get to the tax officers that went in the house, they're a good deal longer, obviously, since they're the ones that fired shots. All right, let's get this uh, cranked up. Glad y'all are along for the ride. Will be the statement of H.L. Bug relative to the hostage situation at 2239 Shannon. Patrolman Bug, how long have you been employed by the Memphis Police Department? 13 years. What is your present assignment? MPD Tactical Unit. How long have you been assigned to the Tactical Unit? Seven months. On Thursday, January 13, 1983, did you have the occasion to participate in the operation in regards to the hostage situation at 2239 Shannon? Yes, sir, I did. What was your assignment in regards to 2239 Shannon? I was positioned in the rear of the house, just west of 2239 Shannon. It was my job to cover Patrolman Cockrell and easily when they put tear gas into the house. After they put tear gas in the house, they ran down by the steps and waited until the operation was over. After the operation was over, Officer K. McNair said he needed one man with a gas mask on to help secure the inside of the house and went into the house and directed me to the rear of the house where he told me to secure, which I did. Officer Bug, after the assault on the hostage situation at 2239 Shannon, could you hear any shots that sounded like it was coming from inside the house from the occupants? I couldn't really tell. I don't understand that question at all. You could hear shots. How are you going to know who they're coming from? Officer Bug, at any time, did you fire any type weapon while at the scene? No, sir. This concludes this statement of, Officer H.L. Bug. I might have asked just for the heck of it. I might have asked him, okay, the rear of the house, what room was that? Or at least narrowed it down a little bit. Sometimes these statements, it's like the investigator just assumes the reader will know what they're talking about, and you don't. When you take a statement, you take a statement with the full assumption that whoever's reading it doesn't know anything, and that they need to gather all the information they need from this statement on this particular individual. 
But anyways, now I digress. It's going to be the statement of Johnny Filsinger. The statement is relative to hostage situation at 2239 Shannon. For the record, state your name, Johnny Filsinger. Johnny, are you aware of this statement is being recorded? Yes, sir. Were you on duty with the Memphis Police Department on January 13, 1983? Yes, I was. Were you at 2239 Shannon? Yes. State your duty assignment car number. All right. My car number is 528. My primary job was to help with the TAC unit. I am assigned to right now. My primary job was to help on a search of the house once we get inside, once the initial assault team goes in, we go in and help secure it. And also, we were the secondary assault team. In case they would get pinned down, we would have to go in after them. Did you eventually take a part in the assault of the house at 2239 Shannon? No, sir. State in detail everything that you did when the house was assaulted by the TAC unit at 2239 Shannon. What we did was to put gas in the house. That was my job, to shoot five ferret rounds into the house, two gas grenades, and also a simulator. At that point, I was to take cover until we were needed to secure the interior of the house. Did you eventually fire gas into the house? Yes, sir. What position were you at? I was at the northwest corner of the perpetrator's house. Would that be the front or the rear of the house? It would be the front, front and side. Was anyone else with you? Yes, it was Philip Hale. After you fired your tear gas and the assault took place, did you ever enter the house? Yes, sir, I did. They called us inside to secure the rooms and that is when I went in. I stayed in there approximately 20 minutes. Which portion of the house did you secure? The room where the six male blacks were in. Describe this room. It runs off a little hallway there. It is probably the middle of the house on the west side, just next to a bathroom. And I just stood more or less right there at the hallway from the bathroom and that bedroom door. I never really went inside the room, just at the front of it. What did you see in the room? Six male blacks laying on the floor. Could you tell what injuries they had sustained? One of them, the first one, the one that was lying, laying right by my feet, looked like he had some type of headshot but the rest of them, I didn't go in, and I didn't really get a good look at any of those. Was the house lit or dark? Dark. Did you ever go any other place in the house? No, sir, that was it. During the assault of the house, or after you entered the house, did you ever fire any of your service-issued weapons? No, I didn't. You really should ask him what weapons he was armed with, but anyways, we've hardy beat that dead horse. Did you ever see anyone fire any of their service-issued weapons? No, I didn't. Could you tell from your position what type of weapons were being fired from inside the house? No, I couldn't tell. 
I was down behind a concrete wall, down on my stomach. Approximately how many shots did you hear from inside the house? I would guess probably in the neighborhood of 25 to 30. The one suspect that Phil Singer said he saw that was closest to where he was at that was headshot, that's going to be the body of Lindbergh Sanders. From the position that you had taken outside the house, did you ever see anyone brought outside the house? Yes, sir, I did. They brought the patrolman out, Hester. Two TAC officers drug him outside to below the steps on the walkway, and then they went back inside. Do you know who the two officers were that brought him out? I couldn't tell. They had gas masks on. There was no way I could tell who they were. Did you ever observe the officer? No, only from a distance when they brought him out. I think he was face down anyway when they brought him out. How did you know it was the officer? I know Hester, and I just knew him by his bill more or less than anything else. Could you tell whether or not he was wearing a uniform? I believe he was wearing the pants, uniform pants, and I think a T-shirt. I believe that is what... I saw just a t-shirt. Approximately what time was the house assaulted? I'm just guessing around 3.30, I guess, somewhere in that neighborhood. How long did you remain inside the house? 20 minutes, probably at the most, 15 or 20 minutes. Is there anything else you would like to add to your statement? No. This concludes the statement. Folks, I included a picture here of what the uh, ferret round looked like that they were firing the CS round and they were using their 12 gauge shotguns to put it into the house now I don't know if that's the same color shell that they used back in the 80s or not but that's the uh, that's what it looks like nowadays now here's one here of the CS and then the other one is the OC now, the OC is commonly referred to as pepper spray. That's what officers carry on their belts. And they also use it for riot control. More so now, I think, than they used to. Used to be it was all CS. I went through uh, the gas training with uh, the Secret Service and Memphis Police Department, and I can tell you the CS is no fun, so... It's, it's definitely a good excuse to cry like a schoolgirl because it is really painful. I did not like it, but at least it gives you an idea of, of the effect that it has on somebody. Also, it's supposed to help you prepare yourself for it psychologically. If you look at the bottom there, you see the, the small black projectile with the fins on it. That's what actually it discharges out of the shotgun and it's carrying the gas cs or oc but anyway i don't want to get too far off the beaten path here the tac unit at shannon street was using cs it's going to be the statement of philip hale relative to the hostage situation at 2239 shannon officer hale how long 
have you been employed with the Memphis Police Department? It will be 15 years in March. What is your present assignment? Memphis Tactical Unit. How long have you been assigned in the TAC unit? At least since 1974. What are your duties in the TAC unit? Primary duties are just to handle hostage and barricade situations. Respond to any felony type calls that come in on the radio. On January 13, 1983, did you have occasion to respond to a hostage situation at 2239 Shannon? Yes, I did. Explain your duties were at this particular situation and what you observed and what actions you took during this period of time. Our duties on this particular night was we were going to put in the gas for the assault team prior to their entry into the house. I fired five rounds of the shotgun through, threw in one canister of gas and one sound flash grenade. After I put this ordinance in, I took position back from away the house in a prone position. I'm sure that's supposed to be away from the house. After the assault team came out the front door of the house, they asked if we had or if they needed some more men to help secure the rooms until they could make a further search of the house. I was taken to a bedroom, a middle bedroom, and stood at the door. From the position I was in, I could see approximately five or six, I'm not sure how many bodies, in one room and one body in the other. One. I was asked to stand surveillance on. Did you ever fire any type of weapon during the assault? I fired the 870 shotgun, but I only used the gas rounds. Are these fired through the window from the outside? That's correct. I fired through the front window. Your objective in firing these is not to fire at anyone, but to only get the gas inside the house? That's correct. I was aiming high into the house. That's called an incredibly leading question. How many people was on your particular assault team? There were three of us. Did any three of these people fire any type of weapon? Same as I did, the shotgun with the... It should be ferret round, not turret round. Also, they really should have asked Officer Hell, who was on the team, to name the members on the team. Don't assume somebody else is going to ask it on, on another statement. But they didn't actually fire a service revolver, shotgun, or automatic weapon. To my knowledge, no, they didn't. During the time you were assisting inside the house, did you observe any weapons? Yes, I did. Whereabouts and what type? It appeared to be a 38 caliber blue steel pistol with oversized brown walnut grips. It was on top of the brown bed in the inner bedroom, and it was in a cocked position. Did you observe any other type police equipment in the house while you were in there? No, I did not. Is there anything else you'd like to add to this statement? No, sir. This completes the statement of Officer Hale. These statements, just they just kill me. Nobody's asking the 
Nobody's asking the basic questions and then doing follow-up. They're just, you're just, this is a mess. It's the job of the uh, case investigator, the one that's running this case, to ensure that questions are being asked because they should have asked every officer while you were stationed inside the house, did you see anything of evidentiary value? You know, firearms, weapons, anything else. Ask them what they saw in that room. They're just they're just spitballing this whole thing. There's no consistency in any of it. All right, this is that crime scene diagram that you've all seen on multiple occasions. I'm trying to give you a location of where everybody is is at before and after they go into the house. So you got Phil Singer and Hale on the northeast corner. Then you've got Bug, Cockrell, and Easley down on the southwest side. When they go in, Bug's got the meeting room. Hale's in the southwest bedroom. Phil Singer's standing at the doorway of the northwest bedroom. And Bland takes the Northeast bedroom. Now, when the assault started, I've got Hester marked on here. Hester was laying against the front door. That'll come out in some of the statements later, but I wanted to put it on here. And then he was moved out onto the sidewalk in the front on their transmissions on the assault, episode 39. You when you hear them call for the doctor, have the doctor come down. That's after they've moved Hester's body to the sidewalk. And we'll get these other rooms covered during some of these other statements. We'll find out who had the other rooms covered. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode. We'll be back in a few days, and uh, we'll hit a couple more statements. I be able to get three in. They're pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Everything they did and at the speed they, they did it in. And we need to go over when we get to their part. We're going to go over what the briefing was, what they were told to expect when they went in, which a lot of people don't know that or understand that. So they questioned the actions of the TAC unit without knowing what the TAC unit was operating under. You're talking about police shootings. You don't judge the officer based on what you know after the fact. You judge the officer's actions by what the officer knew at the time of the event. Folks, I do appreciate you. Glad you could join in. And as always, I will see you down the road.